You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a world-class strategy and mindset coach who has mentored over 9,000 individual clients and has been an entrepreneur for over 30 years now. Uh, his coaching calls and podcasts are all online and have also been listened to by tens of thousands around the globe. His advice is powerful, and I'm so honored to be sharing the line with someone so inspiring like you, Jeffrey Combs. And Jeffrey, uh, the first time I ever saw you speak was a few months ago out in San Diego. And one thing that really stood out to me was that you were standing at the door greeting each and every person that walked into the room before you jumped on stage. So uh, I highly respect that. And you know what? I can't wait to, uh, to hear your advice that you have to share with the Addicted to Success listeners. So welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. And uh, thanks for taking some time out to uh, share your words of wisdom with us today. Thank you very much, Joel. It's an honor to be on the call, and it's great to be part of a great mastermind where you're giving great insight all around the world on free enterprise, business, success, mindset, and how to be an effective human being. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. So I remember that back in the late 90s, you were a successful network marketer. Uh, you then moved into speaking, and then you found your niche in coaching. I remember you mentioned your real skill is helping people find their cause to their effect. So how did you pinpoint that this was one of your core talents? Well, thank you. Great question, Joel. First of all, I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic with 26, soon to be 27 years of my own sobriety with no relapses. I spent 14 years of my life emotionally and physically addicted to alcohol, cocaine, heroin, and a multitude of drugs, barbiturates especially, that allowed me to dull the pain. So when I eventually got clean and sober, I spent the first several years of my sobriety as an angry, dry drunk, not really understanding why I couldn't succeed, why I kept sabotaging myself, and why I couldn't really break through to the other side of success. I would experience success, but I would end up sabotaging it or something would happen and it would all go away, which was an effect, which would lead to my consistent disappointment. As I started to learn neuroscience, cause and effect, more, more importantly, I started to understand the way the brain operates. I had a better insight and understanding of the cause that creates the effect. For instance, if anyone listening on this call has tendencies of procrastination, well, procrastination is an effect, it's not a cause. The causes that create our feelings are based on a series of events and most importantly, how we perceive them. So then once you begin to understand the cause, you can let go of the effects. But if you continue to live in the effect and live in denial and tell yourself you don't know why you do what you do, then there's no ability to respond or responsibility to let go. Wow. So who put you onto neuroscience? Did you read a book or did somebody coach you on it? No, I, I was not coached. I, I just came across it in books. I started reading voraciously reading books in the 80s as I got clean and sober. And so I encountered several books. I also had the privilege of sharing the stages early in the speaking career of Dr. Joe Dispenza and John Astaroth. And I had booked both of them to speak for me at different times in my career. 
So I, I started to watch what they were doing. I started to follow. I started to read many, many books on the topic and started to put the, the basics of cause and effect, neuroscience, and then what basically happens in the brain chemistry that creates an emotional addiction that leads to an identity. Yeah, we actually had uh, Jody Spencer on the Addicted to Success podcast a few months ago. And he was incredible. You know, the, the knowledge that he was sharing with us about the brain and the mindset. And um, it's just, it's an unlimited world of, uh, you know, what we can discover. I completely agree. Yeah. So we have a lot of entrepreneur listeners on our show. And what we have found is with a lot of entrepreneurs that, you know, there's so much information out there. There's podcasts, blogs, uh, lots of live events and uh, video lessons. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is really finding the right information. So how do a lot of entrepreneurs really cut through that noise and find the right information for them? Well, first of all, what many people do is they practice shelf help. That's S-H-E-L-F, shelf help, meaning their shelves are filled with self-help books, podcasts, downloads, seminar information, and they become seminar goers but not active producers and that's what many people do if they hire a coach for this situation they continue to ring up their credit card debt living in liability debt thinking that it's actually an asset when it's not it's an asset when it's applied it's a liability when it's procrastinated on and unfortunately that's what many people do to answer your question how do you know you know by inner knowing but if you keep getting ready to get ready waiting for that perfect mythical magical moment you'll never leave, live your dreams you'll just live in a wish tiptoeing quietly through life arriving your grave safely living the greatest pain the pain of regret so you have to have a business or a business model and if you don't have a, if you're not systemized organized methodical and detail conscious there's a high probability to be overwhelmed procrastinate to be disappointed and unfortunately Joel that's what most people do they never apply what they learn they keep they looking they keep looking for more technical know-how and one of the biggest challenges that faces the Australian Canadian American educational system is the educational system teaches the left-right method how to connect with your left brain how to answer tests analytically how to do things logically which accesses your left brain and the system doesn't reward you for being creative Yet it's your right brain you have to be able to access to have ideas, branding, uh, intellectual property, and how, to, and how to really create a business comes from your vision. It doesn't come from technical know-how. It comes from your inner knowing, your being, and that's where so many people miss the mark. If they try and learn no, more know-how, and then they, they never really access their own intuitive trust or inner knowing. Yeah, and this actually leads me to the next question, which is, you know, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you said that people need to start focusing more on what's meant and not said. What's the best way to train your inner ear? Well, you have to, you have to get out of your head. You have, to, you have to stop living in your left brain, analytical, egoic mind. So that's what a human doing does. And you have to learn to do less and be more. And many people try to do, but they get overwhelmed before they try and then they procrastinate. You have to live in the moment, in the present. Now, that doesn't mean you don't goal set, but you have to learn how to goal get, how to achieve, how to produce, how to create results, how to live in the solution. But if you continue to live in the problem, looking for the answers, looking for the next seminar speaker, the next event, the next rally, it, it's never out in front of you. It's always within you. And the more you look 
inside, in your inner knowing, in your trust, your innate ability to be grounded. But if you continue to be separate, then you'll never be one with. When you are one with, there's no separation between you and the outcome or you and the result. But when you get attached to the outcome and you are overwhelmed in anxiety, you'll, you, then you're separate from rather than one with. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's good to separate yourself from the outcome and uh, keep that anxiety out of your life. Thanks, Jeffrey. So in one of your podcasts, you mentioned the power of simplicity and how it's important to simplify things. And I think as entrepreneurs, you know, we tend to overcomplicate everything that comes our way. So, you know, we know that it's important to simplify, but I want to know the steps that every aspiring entrepreneur needs to take to simplify their life. What are those steps? First of all, if you're complicated, you're going to be unorganized. If you're unorganized, you're going to be overwhelmed. If you're overwhelmed, your body's in a constant state of fight or flight. There's no joy, there's no peace, there's no love, and most importantly, your energetic vibrational state is going to be in, in fight or flight or anxiety when you're in that kind of situation. But when you're relaxed, when you're in the moment, and when what you do is simple, and if what you do is simple, you can duplicate it. It means you can, through auto-suggestion, autonomically, automatically, repetition and experience, it can become what you do, who you are. So that you have, dealt, you have to be able to develop a reflex where you're able to respond, not react. But if you're complicated and overwhelmed, and you're not systematic, then you'll be winging it. Then your brain never really relaxes. It never really creates a brain chemistry or an alpha or a delta state where it's a lot longer wave where you're a lot more relaxed, you're present, you're here, you're now, you're in the solution and you're not consumed with the problems. When you dwell on the problem, then you'll manifest more of them to fulfill a biochemical craving you become addicted to disappointment. <laughs> yeah, and that's a bad addiction to have, that's for sure. So recently when I did interview Jody Spencer, he did mention that 90% of our thoughts that we have are from the day before, that we only think 10% new thoughts and that we operate mostly from our unconscious in autopilot. And that's where our habits come from. So what would you say are the most common habits and patterns in performance that you find in successful people that you have coached over the years? They do the same thing over and over with very little fanfare. They, they can produce without recognition. I mean, they, they're not seeking approval. They can become very skilled Here's where people really miss the mark. If I put the word success on the board, that's what most people seek. They want success. But if I put the word skills on the whiteboard, very few people focus on that. They focus on success, not skills. The most successful people are highly skilled and they have great habits. Now, what most people want is instant gratification because they have entitlement issues. They feel entitled to success, but they're not willing to pay the price. They experience friction or they experience the laws of gravity and they take a little dip or drop and then they feel panicked, overwhelmed. They look at their credit card statements and then they're not happy with where they are and they say, I'm not where I should be, not really realizing that they haven't paid the price. Successful people operate off the skill process. They learn the skills of the vocation. If you don't master, number one, your emotional state and master the skills of the vocation, you'll always be average and you'll keep bouncing from 
situation to situation looking for that perfect mythical magical moment rather than realizing that you are the moment and it's your skills that are going to lead to the land of promise. Yeah, great answer. So I guess we're going to have to change the website address to addictedtoskills.com instead of addicted to success. There you go. <laughs> so what would you say has been the biggest life lesson for you? Be patient. Anything worth achieving is worth learning the skills. For instance, even sobriety. I got clean and sober when I was 31, but I wanted 10 years of sobriety right now. And I stayed, I stayed in an overwhelmed, addictive state. Even though I put the drugs and alcohol down, I still was a dry drunk. Drunk. I had to learn to be patient. Patience isn't something you do. Patience is what you become. But you also have to be patient while you're productive. And it's your production while you're patient is what creates the compounded effect, i.e. the quantum leap where 2 plus 2 equals 16 or 2 squared. And when, you, when, you, when you're patient and you, you're not watching the pot boil, and then you're manifesting your garden, you'll start to reap what you've been sowing. But if you focus only on reaping, then you won't master the skills to sow. Thank you. Beautiful answer, Jeffrey. So what would you say has been the best advice that you've ever received from someone you shared the stage with or a coach or a mentor? I couldn't tell you. It's not best advice. The best advice I've ever received is my own. And my best advice is listen to what I mean, trust what I feel, and don't go against my own intuition. Mm, I love it. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. That's great. So how can others out there get in contact with you, Jeffrey, or listen to some of your content? Well, I have a website, www.goldenmastermind.com, and I speak 60 times a year minimum, fly 150,000 miles flying. And one of my real niches is not only inspiring audiences, but my one-on-one coaching. I've coached over 9,000 clients, 60,000 hours, and I always have a 12- to 14-week waiting list. So if you're serious about your transformation, if you want to understand why you're emotionally addicted and don't understand the cause that creates the effect, then feel free to contact me. You can contact me directly if you're serious, 209-932-0227. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. That's my direct number, 209-932-0227, www.goldenmastermind.com. I'm on LinkedIn at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, Combs, C-O-M-B-S, and I have a very large Facebook presence also. And once again, that's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, C-O-M-B-S. Yeah, and I can actually vouch for Jeffrey. I know a number of my friends have uh, doubled and tripled and quadrupled their uh, business income and also had amazing turnarounds and breakthroughs in their life. So you've got Jeffrey there, just reach out to him. Um, so Jeffrey, we're wrapping up this interview and I'd like to end the interview with this question here. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that 30 seconds sound like? Master the skills. Stay in the game long enough to master the skills. Be patient. And you focus on being a tortoise, not a hare. Anything worth having is worth being your best. Let go of trying to be the best and be your best one day at a time over a long career.